Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improved jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist. To find out if it's right for you. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise, 90 Day Fiancé the other way as you probably know our podcast tender love and care which is available on all podcasting platforms has a new episode every wednesday and in that podcast we break down two shows from the tlc network past or present and deep dive and discuss the chaos we're going to watch even more tlc because 90 day is legendary so we have started 90 day fiance the other way kate holly now I try, you know how you were last week with um, Gypsy Sisters? Like you were foaming. You couldn't stay on the sofa. You were just out of control. I am like this about this. But before I get in, I do have to discuss, bring something to your attention, which I think you probably know. And listeners, something, and it is some very, very, very bad news. Okay. It was revealed this morning. This is what I woke up to. They are filming with Liz and Ed and Angela and Jovi and Yara on some resort in Mexico. I I, I don't understand what... Listen... You gotta listen to your well, you gotta listen to your audience, right? I mean, yep. you and I don't listen to our audience when they tell us to like shut up because ignored. <laughs> but everyone, everyone has told TLC, we don't want to see it anymore. We don't want to see Ed. We don't want to see Liz. We don't want to see Angela. What are they doing? I don't know. This is upsetting. This is deeply unsettling. It is deeply Even. unsettling. Um, so I woke up this morning. It was Monday morning, fresh, fresh, fresh. Six before six a.m. The rain was pitter pattering on the roof, and I'm like, "Oh, yummy, yum!" First thing I do, 
go to Instagram. <laughs> what is the goss? Got to get course. the goss. And this isn't my personal Instagram to see what my friends are up to in their lives. Ignored. No. Who cares? Goes to my real friendships, which are the housewives, TLC members, Bravo members, all my real friends. Yeah. Um, and I saw that. So, guys, if you want to see some more information, it's on our Instagram, Tender Love and Care podcast. We posted um, the footage of the. Why? Sorry, but I can't get over Ed and Liz, dude. I can't. I know. I can even forgive. I can see, you know, Jovi Yara. Okay. They're bringing them back. Angela, it's like, really? Ed, it's like, are you kidding me? He is absolute garbage. You know what we need to do? You know how we've spoken about as the potty grows, we're going to do some little road trips. First of all, New York purely because I want to go to the townhouse. I want to go to Sonia's townhouse. We need to do like how we started our love affair was through Housewives. And Mm -hmm. I want us to do the New York, go to the Regency, where I think we'll be able to afford like one drink split between us. Did I tell you I looked up the prices and stuff Mm -hmm. there at the Regency? No, how much is it? It's like a martini was like $52. (gasps) Like I'm not, I'm actually not exaggerating. That is criminal. It is. I'll pay it. I mean, I'll definitely pay it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. It was, yeah, we go to the region. We'll do all of that. But the one we want to do or should do is we need to go down to San Diego. We need to go into that restaurant that Liz works and just lay it on her. Pull her aside. I'm sure she'd love. I'm sure she'd love this. We'll pull oh, she'd her love aside. it. She'd love it. You know what, Kate? Shaker. Who? Who are we even fucking kidding? She doesn't have that job anymore. He wouldn't give her. He wouldn't allow. She's quit that job. I bet you anything. She's quit that job. Do you think she was ever even really given equity in it? Like they said, that was all so tenuous. I really, uh... really doubt. Anyway. What are we doing? We're not discussing them. What are we doing here? What okay. are we doing? We're on a freshie. Freshie. I'm so freshie. excited. Finally, finally, after the years of watching Happily Ever After season whatever, seven. So guys, finally- you're right. If I, let's cast that aside. All of those trolls, we will not be seeing them again, <laughs> hopefully for a very, very long time. They're aside, they're aside. What we ushered in, in the new dawn of 90 Day Fiance this week, was 90 Day Fiance the other way. Now, Kate, I am giddy. That's the only word I have to say. Well, a lot of words, giddy. I watched this and listeners, as you know, we're like hashtag save for the party, can't discuss. I was so close to texting you and I thought, Polly, you can't. Now, this is season four of 90 Day Fiance the other way. The intro. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a 1990s blockbuster movie it was dramatics it was the soundtrack it was fights someone was screaming in the production van which we always love right amazing seeing production get involved someone throwing off a mic cheating you know crying moving to a everything was so perfect i was transfixed big reveals of secrets held back i mean we are back baby this is what we needed in our spirits i'm not gonna say that it was worth going through the hellacious time 
of uh, Happily Ever After for this, but this is how good this is. It was nearly worth it. I, I was like, is this going to be as good? Oh, no, it couldn't possibly be as good as 90 Day UK, but well, it's it's close from what we've seen. I mean, we posted a thing, listeners, once again, go to Einstein because we posted a thing the other day to celebrate Darcy and Stace being back on the air. Right. And we chose a very, very special scene, you know, very, very special film that if you were growing up in the 2000s, this was like, this was this film was everything everything it was baz lerman's romeo and juliet and when leo's seeing claire danes for the first for the first time we posted that and you saw him expressing his love for juliet and juliet just turned around and it was just us it was just a photo of us we we had to do it but i i want to use those words those those beautiful the beautiful quote from Willie to say when I that's how I felt when watching the show it was like for swear at sight I never saw true beauty till this night and that was watching this <laughs> show full circle it so went you liked full it. circle <laughs> I liked it game oh I liked it <laughs> all right you go first because I'm gonna keep just go just okay go. okay we're gonna start with Chris. She is 40. She's from Alabama. Alabama! Small town. It's like 3,000 people. And we get introduced to her. She's going out to the mailbox wearing a children's fairy costume. Thoughts? You know, that wasn't what was most... You know I like to pick up on the minutiae. That wasn't what was most disturbing to me. What was disturbing is when we got... What was supposed to say? No, but beyond the fairy outfit and the eyebrows was when she was putting on like a little tiara flower crown thing and her hair was really greasy. That got me. That sent me. And also, I just have a very quick question for you, Kate. As an immigrant to this beautiful country, Mm -hmm. what exactly is Alabama? (laughs) What is it, Kate? Alabama? I mean. I'm not going to be able to speak on it super well. I've been through it, you know, a few times on road trips. It's the deep south. I mean, it is the deep south. I'm fascinated by it. Fascinated. Similar to Georgia. I don't know. I (laughs) am. We seem to know a lot about Georgia from all these shows. I know. I'm obsessed with Georgia as well. But yeah. I haven't done the deep south of America. When this came up with Alabama, I was like, ooh, what's there? The ghosts of Alabama. Mm-hmm. Anyway, carry on, please. I just right. want to if you could answer me. So she tells us she loves dressing up in costumes mm. to be more of herself. Mm. Uh, so she's kind of playing dress up with the cameraman. Uh-huh. And uh, her deal is she has two kids. She's been married twice. She was never happy in her relationships. Um, she got pregnant at 16 the first time she had oh. sex. Yikes, the nightmare. Uh, she's been living at her mom's with her children. She's ready to have fun. And I'm like, great, this will be messy. Right. Living out her teen years. Yes. Forties. Love it. Yeah. So, um, she's got, uh, what is it? How old are her kids? <laughs> old. Oh, yeah. They finished, they finished They're high grown. school. Yeah. yeah. 18, 20, whatever. Yeah. And so she decided 
time for her to date, goes mm. online, clicks on a dating ad, mm-hmm. met her soulmate, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Jamie, exactly. So she's been married to men twice. Yes. She said she's always, uh, always known she's bisexual. And she said, but obviously being in a very small town, it's just just not it was in the it's in the bible belt so mm-hmm. i heard of and this town by the way has three what was it 300 or three thousand people it was three thousand yeah tiny yeah so she said you know i used to sneak off to birmingham and blah 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 so she talks so she says i used to sneak off and then she says i've had kind of relationships with, with two women but it wasn't i've just never been able to be free and be myself and be able to hold hands and kiss a woman and everything like that she goes but when i saw jamie that was it like i knew this is my soulmate then we get a beautiful little 90 day we haven't met in person yet Cha-ching! Yes. there it is Thank you, TLC. Um, I was like, great, this is going to be a disaster. Um, And we do see her getting ready for the move. Oh, so she's moving there. She's talking to her two kids. They come over. She's going to move to Colombia. Jamie's Venezuelan and she moved to Colombia. So Chris is going to move to Colombia. Unclear if she's actually been out of the country before. That's not been mentioned, but she's going to move her entire life. And they, another kicker, another cha-ching. She says, we are going to get married. We're going to get married nine, nine days after I land. Oh, God. Now, there are a lot of questions for Chris here. Chris, you can just go on holiday there. Just go on holiday for two weeks. See what it's like to sleep in a bed with this person. See what it's like to wake up and shower and brush teeth with somebody. Go grocery shopping with them. Just do that for two weeks. That's all we're asking. And then you have everything back home still there. So you can come back. Then you decide what's going on. No, not doing any of that. I'm going to I'm gonna leave my entire existence and my kids. And I'm just going to fuck off to another country I know nothing about. Don't speak the language and get married in nine days. Why not? Oh, and TLC's going to film it all. Cha-ching! We have the classic overly responsible teenage (sighs) child with the, you know, wild, unhinged parent on reality TV. So Star, the uh, oldest kid, is like, this is just a little bit wild, mother. Um, Statistics aren't looking good for this mother. And she's like, I just want to do it. I'm going to follow my heart. And they're like, hey, okay, okay, mom. I'm gonna say I am so excited. You know what was what was was the a little a nice little touch that was good when she was having a conversation with the two kids. She was getting a she was having a garage sale. Essentially, this was the scene. She's living yeah. at a mum's house, so she's getting everything out of this garage. What I liked was just a, a, a nice spray painted sign that said "No trespassing." Just wanted to add that. It was a nice little touch, a little. Blah. A little kiss, a little kiss to Alabama there. It was just yeah. spray painted on the door. I like I like that a lot. Glimpses of the South. Yeah. Um, so the kids are just uh, like, this is insane. Then we kind of see her. Um, she talks about how she nearly lost Jamie because Jamie contracted COVID and nearly died. As soon as that happened, I went, am I watching catfish on mtv like it just sounded kate so much like a catfish and that gets more and more complicated as the episode Mm. goes on because we have this scene with her and her mom and she's 
she's in her house that she says she bought six years ago, but then it burnt. Oh yeah. Four, four years ago. So she had it for a couple of years. It burnt it not to the ground, but it's pretty charred. Yeah. Uh, it needs a lot of help. And so she is like, I want to rent this out for income uh-huh. and get to it. Now I'm moving. So I guess I'm just going to pull the wallpaper down right now. Um, she's talking to her mom. We find out a lot in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Chris has narcolepsy. Ding. Which impacts her daily life quite a bit, it seems. Narcolepsy is so serious. My friend, well, our mutual friend, who I won't say on here, but our mutual friend has that. And she, um, I'd never, re- I'd watched documentaries because, you know, I love my docus. And I'd watched it in a severe case where a girl would be walking around the shops with her friend and drop into REM sleep. I mean, it's like nuts. It's, 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 par- it's like paranormal watching it. It's Whoa. so bizarre. Our friend doesn't have it that badly, but she can't drive at night. And at work, she goes and she'll like go and nap in her car at lunch i mean it's but chris seems like she has it pretty badly she's yeah she does she says she has sleep spells memory issues um it's yeah it's been it's been a couple years uh since she's been diagnosed we also find out Mm, what else kate what else another get out your 90 day bingo cards (laughs) she's been sending money to jamie and uh, he got upset when she found out that Jamie was talking to another woman while she was sending her money. Now, we mosey on down to Columbia and we yeah. meet Jamie. Yep. And Jamie tells us, you know, she's uh, she's a lesbian. And she says, I'm a lesbian today. I'll be a lesbian tomorrow. I'm a lesbian. She goes, I don't like having sex with men. I don't like men. I'm a lesbian. Right. And she goes, and I'm very happy. We see her getting lingerie, which, uh, hmm, leave that there. Uh, it was, um, it was a tough yeah, scene. It was yeah, a tough yeah. scene. It was odd. It didn't really fit her properly. It wasn't sexy. It, it, I don't know. It's not, it wasn't agent provocateur. Let's just say that it wasn't that. Okay, and, yeah. And you know it what? Was, it, it wasn't even trashy lingerie. What was it? It was, like a, it was like a, a black sort of sheer tank top. Which was, which was, and it like split. It was fine. But the angles of these cameramen, they're always doing you dirty. They are. It was like her boobs were down here and she was trying to adjust it. But like what? It just was not flattering on her. And the, the salesperson was like, oh, this would be good. And she said, yeah, it's great. And I was like, God. It's for... <laughs> the girl the gentleman yeah uh, yeah oh, oh, yeah. oh it's a girl yes i'm seeing a girl mm. da, 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 da. so they have the little chat yeah then we see we get to know jamie we see her life and she talks about you know her struggle with her sexuality but how happy she is now how happy she met chris and then she says that now this kate explains to me she <laughs> claims that or she says her her gram it was 20 very specific it was like 20 days before her birthday or something Mm -hmm. and she said chris went missing and i didn't hear from her at all zero contact in the meantime jamie's grandmother dies and she said i was so lonely and sad i went online and started speaking with another woman is that correct apparently it's a little the dog ate my homework i i didn't 
But uh, where did Chris go? Did she discuss that when she was talking to her mum? Did we get any conversation of what happened? I have notes about this too. I'm not positive, but to me, it kind of, what I was gathering from the whole thing was that, because then that was like kind of the same moment she was talking about her narcolepsy and how it can affect her relationships. And so I was like, oh, well, maybe she was like having health issues or something, or she like wasn't feeling well. And she kind of fell off the face of the planet. It's not cool what she Mm. did, but I was just trying to think like, why was it 20 days that she didn't reach out? I didn't get that at all. And hopefully that'll be explained because you know, guys, Kate and I like the details. Um, so then we see screenshots, loved this, um, saw screenshots of the text messages that the woman that Jamie was chatting with got in touch with Chris and was like, hey, bitch, I've been talking, but it wasn't aggressive. She's like, uh, are you her girlfriend? Because I've been talking to her. And then Jamie does what all great cheaters do, full denial even with evidence <laughs> she goes so chris texts like um so this woman said so and so i can't believe you've done this and 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 jamie's like no i haven't uh show me the messages she's like i have the messages here are the screenshots <laughs> she's like nah it didn't happen and then she kind of admits to it but we find out that jamie said she was too sick to work but was working and was accepting money from alabama but it was interesting that this, so the other woman is, uh, I think she said she's Puerto Rican living in Texas and she went on Facebook. I just loved this detail too. She went on Facebook yeah. uh, to kind of check Jamie out and Jamie had posted like in a relationship with Chris. <laughs> and so then she clicked on Chris's Facebook and messaged Chris like, what's going on and then she says the the texas woman tells chris that jamie's a scammer and she's been working the whole time and i think she was the one that like broke the news like she's scamming you yes but of course chris will hear none of it no it's she's packing up her bags in alabama She's heading on down to Colombia to get married in nine days. Gotta follow your heart. I I love it when they use phrases like that. Gotta follow my heart. What does that mean? What does it mean? Your heart is an organ. What it means is you're following your impulses, which are going to be wrong. That's what it means. And listen, I'm a massive, contrary to what it sounds like on this podcast, I'm a massive romantic and have made big leaps of faith many, many times. All I'm saying is with this woman, just go on holiday first. Just go down to Colombia for two weeks. That's all I'm asking. She quit two jobs. Oh, God, I love her. This is going to be a good one. So I was like, let's do a rating, Kate, actually, for each of these out of 10 of how good we think they're going to be. And when we say good, we mean drama. We mean tears. We mean fighting. We mean conflict. We mean alcoholism. What do you think, Kate? Ooh, I, I feel a solid nine. From them. Oh, really? I was going to We've already s- seen. We've seen okay. the previews. They're That's fighting. True. I think That's she true. kicks Chris out. Great. Okay, I'll go eight. You go nine. Like that a lot. Yeah. Let's move yeah. on to our next couple. Let's see who do I have next. You know who oh. we have to leave to last. No, we. You know who we have to leave to last. Okay. Okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do. Gabriel. Okay. okay, we'll do Gabriel. This was a really good one. So we meet Gabriel and he is full of life. We see him making penises. 
And I thought, huh, I thought we were going back to like a sex doll thing. I thought we were going to get, I was really hopeful. But Gabriel's in Florida. He's 32. And he tells us that he has fallen in love with the girl, Isabel, from Columbia. This will be good for filming. The crews Mm -hmm. can just go from one part to the other. Um, Mm -hmm. He met Isabel because he went down there because he has a company. And what he does is he creates underwear, like box, uh, not uh, boxer briefs with a built-in bulge. And at first I was like, oh, that's for guys that just want to like show off. But what is even more, and I thought genius business idea, Mm -hmm. then it's even more genius because Gabriel reveals that the um, audience for his box of briefs are um, um, pre pre like probably bottom up up um uh female to um male um uh transsexual individuals so i was like he realized from because gabriel's um a trans man and he says from my experience you know there's things you have to put in your underwear he, he says it's just so cumbersome it's like a bell and all of this he's like i just He's like, it was just too much. It was too much. So he came up with the fucking amazing idea to do a built-in. And I imagine his business is like booming, but it seemed like it's a one-man operation. It's just him and like in his room. But he, we saw him creating the molds and he says the underwear gets manufactured elsewhere. So I went to Columbia to go get the manufacturer, to get the um, underwear. Who do I meet? But Isabel, he says, head over heels immediately with her. Um, we see photos of them They and a video and they actually look very, very normal, which mm-hmm. I hope there's going to be some arguments. I hope there's going to be some drama, but they look like nice together, which was a bit annoying because, you know, we want some drama. But um, so he has definitely been down there and then he is going to go there permanently now. So he's moving the business right permanently down there. That's right. And he tells us he even started renting an apartment yeah, there already. It. And she, she moved in with him. And then that's he must it. have he must have kept an apartment in Florida or I don't know, maybe that's it's what it was. Members. Um, so he meets with his bestie mm-hmm. uh Kion, mm-hmm. I think, um, who is really happy for him, but just mm-hmm. has worries kind of like about his safety if and when people find out that he's trans. Mm-hmm. Um and then he goes to get a tattoo. We oh, love yes, this is I also forgot. on the bingo card tattoo of their name. Yep. So uh it's revealed that the guy that's giving him the tattoo of her name is his sister's boyfriend. And yes. she owns the tattoo shop. Yes. So, and that sister Monica. comes in on him. In Ooh. on him. She's like, what are you, are you going to like cover up the other girl's name you have or what? Like, what are you doing? This is a stupid idea, but she just lays in and it's brilliant. She had some very strong opinions. She, she revealed a lot about him to us. (laughs) She says, you're so impulsive. Um, What Mm. you're doing is stupid, but she tells us to the camera, um, what he's doing is really stupid, but it's very much like him. He's super mm-hmm. impulsive. He does stuff like this all the time. He's lived with several girlfriends. He's moved them into our parents' house before. Um, uh, so she's kind, she's kind of like, here we go again. But she ultimately supports him. So I I'd think say. the the only hint 
that there may be a little bit of issue or drama is that Gabriel reveals to his friend, you know, uh, obviously I, I told Isabel straight away that I'm trans, but I have not, her parents don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that issue, which isn't like fun drama, you know, like the secret stuff. It's that's, that's kind of worrying. And, but apart from that, I think the only other drama that's going to come with these guys is if this <laughs> they'll fly that sister down there to Colombia. Oh yeah, she's pro. She's so already she, a pro. She's going to stir it up. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, is Isabel a lot younger than Gabriel? Um, let's see. So Gabriel is 32. Yeah. No, because no. she has, I think the other issue might be that she has kids. Oh, of course she has two kids. And oh, they're and older. Was, and he was paying for them. That was something that came uh-huh. out. Mm-hmm. That's what it will be. The possibility for drama here is that Gabriel goes down there because he's already been paying for that apartment, by the way, mm-hmm. for her and the kids. Mm-hmm. He goes down there and either finds out she's been up to some funny business while he's been gone or that she's now reliant completely on him for money that might be the issue yeah well because the sister points that out she says you said you would never date anyone with kids again after the last time and he's like Uh oh well they're older they take care of themselves and she's like oh so you just don't have to be involved and he's like no i'll help because i'll live there and she's like yeah you have to pay for them you know she's really like voting there it's a 16 year old daughter and an 11 year old son so that's I mean, hard. Oh, 11, that's, that's hard. That's, that's really hard. Yeah. So yeah. we do have possibilities there for drama. What are you going to give them out of 10? Uh, I'll give them a five. Yeah, I'll go six. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. I think yeah. money will be an issue. I think money will be an issue. Okay. Um, we're leaving the best to last. So let's travel on over to India, Kate. All right. We meet. Rishi. Now, boy, oh boy, does Rishi love his hair. If you thought Cody Brown loved his locks, his golden locks, his golden ringlets, it's nothing compared to Rishi. Rishi's 32 years old, beaming with joy as he shows like 15 products that he puts in his hair that he washes every other day. He says, I'm the only person in this town that has wavy long hair. Um, okay. So we then see him washing his hair and he, and a lot of black and white wildlife shots of this ripped body, right? Mm -hmm. Massive muscles, like big, big, big ripped body. And then we see him in the gym and he says, I'm a personal trainer. And Kate, did you notice anything? Once again, the little details in the background. While he was training that woman? Yeah. No, no. These little English eyes spied in the background of one scene a YouTube plaque, meaning that there's a YouTube channel either he has or the gym has or one of the trainers have. Okay. That piqued my interest because I'm like, I wonder if he's a YouTuber and they haven't mentioned it on this because of some legality or they want to kind of hide it. But that was like... That silver plaque in the background is when you reach like a hundred thousand subscribers or something, and he had that in the back. 
So maybe this is exposure and followers. Exactly. So I wanted to just point that out. Just wanted to point that out. Lies. Okay. Very good. Uh, Um, He's a lawyer. (laughs) That's thank you. It's so he's going, you know, I'm not just a model and I'm fit. He says, I went to law school and I'm a lawyer. He says, but I worked as a lawyer. I didn't like it. Got out, started working personal training. And this is what I love. So we see him training this woman. And then we go back to the other side of the world to Oklahoma. Now, Oklahoma, I've never been. Nope, I've never been. I love because it bred uh, Bill Hader, who is my celebrity crush. Um, And we meet Jen, 46, and I'm watching her and I'm thinking, who does she look like? 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 Then it hits me. And this is going to be an obscure reference. Okay. There is a franchise of Real Housewives and it's Real Housewives of Melbourne. Now, I don't know, Kate, I don't think you've ever seen it, right? Mm-mm. Okay, The Real Housewives of Melbourne was in, so you couldn't get it like on Bravo, you can't get it on anywhere like that, because it's technically, even though Bravo sold the idea, it's not a, a, a property of um, Bravo. But anyway, it's in, guys, you can find it online, and it is insanity. The language these Aussies use at each other, the vitriol, the hate they have for each other, it's kookadook, right? Okay. Um, now, one of the characters in there is a woman called Gamble. Yes, G-A-M-B-L-E. And there's a woman called Chica. And there's a woman called Jackie, who is a psychic, who is uh, married to the drummer in Silverchair. Like, it's insane. Like, it's an insane cast. Okay. But, um, anyway, there's a woman called Gamble, G-A-M-B-L-E. And she looks, I'm looking, you've got to Google her, Gamble, Real Housewives of Melbourne. She looks identical to this woman. I was freaking out. I was like, that's who she looks like. She looks like Jen. So, um, or Jen looks like Gamble. And then okay. I realized she's crossed with another woman. And I'm not even going to mention her name because it's too horrific to mention her name. But if you guys are fans of true crime, as I am, or tr- a true crime official, a true crime historian, I like to say, um, there is a very, very, very famous Canadian serial killer, female, who teamed up with her husband. That's all I'm going to say, and I'm going to leave it there. Okay. And she looks exactly like her too. So she looks like a real housewife and a serial killer. So Great. anyone, yes, yeah, so I just wanted uh, to point that out. But we meet her and we see her on the farm, on a tractor, hauling around a load of stuff. And this stunning potbelly pig came out. Oh, my, my eyes couldn't even handle. It came Round that corner like a big baba, want to kiss its little tusks. Love of my life. It was amazing. He was magnificent. He was <laughs> large and in charge. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, so I carry wrote, on, Kate. When I wrote about her face, I said, great, oh. great Botox. <laughs> yeah. I said, great work, hmm. dead in the eyes. I said, she this looks is- good, dead in the eyes. It's interesting. When she first came on the screen, it was a little bit of, oh, it was just a little, oh. Um, 
But then it showed photos of her from the past. Mm-hmm. And she has a very distinctive look. And I usually use that as, um, you know, just to, to say unfortunate looking. She's not unfortunate looking. She just has a very, very distinctive look, kind of lowered eyelids and very pronounced. It's not like cheekbones. It, it, it's just a full of, it's strange. Her, her look is unusual, but it's, it's pretty. She's a pretty woman. She's, um, but she definitely has a certain look. I I don't know, Kate, whether she had, I'm not saying she hasn't got Botox, I think she's got that, but I don't know if it's necessarily overdone with fillers like I thought it was when I first saw her. Because you see the old photos of her and you're like, she kind of, I get, she. I don't know. I can't, I mean, I can't she, comment. She, she's 46 and not a wrinkle to be seen. So I was like, there has to be. I mean, Once again, my naivete. I believe everything. But and yeah, very striking mm. bone structure. Uh, she tells us that she lived in New Orleans till high school, mm. and then she lived in a bunch of other cities mm-hmm. after that. She's not after the white picket fence. She's different. She's not like other girls. And then she's always fallen for the wrong guys. And then she met Rishi in a hotel lobby. That's how she met him. I forgot that because she was over there on her own to India. I mean, this girl is serious guts she's doing whatever she wants and I love it she went over there she says and I saw him and I just knew and then she says I started speaking to him and he showed me his modeling portfolio and I was like out I don't want anything to do with him we hung out as friends then I really liked him and uh, are they engaged they are she said within a few months of meeting he proposed (laughs) to her (laughs) so Kate we're watching this and obviously all my thoughts are on the pot belly pig but we're watching this and I'm thinking okay all right we kind of see what's going to go on here they'll go over it might be a little bit of Jenny and Summit but less of an age gap kind of got it then we see something beautiful we find out that Jen is mm, Perhaps a little uh, touch of the darse. A touch of the darse. That's beautifully put. She's got a touch of the darse. She, we see, she's when he doesn't answer his phone straight away, like, and he starts ignoring me. Um, I get really, I get really anxious, and so I just send him videos, and we get a shot of her sending a crying video to him because he didn't answer his phone straight away, and she goes, "I'm always going to love you, but you know, I, I just have to move on with my life. I, I don't know what I'm going to do." On the floor of her bedroom in her fr- in her parents' farm in the middle of Oklahoma, 46 years old, sending this video to him, and it's like. Probably it was just a time difference. He was probably asleep. That's all it was. She's sobbing on the video. I don't know. I don't know why you don't answer your phone. And I just wrote in my notes, bingo. <laughs> there it is. How did they get this video from her? They're sneaky bastards. You know they are. So they'd be, oh, Jen, uh, Jen, you know, we love to see the passion of your relationship. Can we maybe see some videos you've exchanged with each other? Oh my gosh, so embarrassing. To be fair, I to be fair, Mm -hmm. I do think he has been sleeping with the women he's trained the past two years. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Let's be be honest. He's definitely uh uh, not just training. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But you know, that being said, we expect that. We expect that with the 90 day. Of course. It's one of the first things out of his mouth, though. After he tells us about his hair and his thriving modeling career, he says once he became a model and a trainer, getting a lot of attention from women, he didn't have to put any effort in. 
and he loves it. Like he's loving it. So I'm like, okay, loves they haven't it. seen each other in two years. Yeah. He, yeah. Is that what it's been two years? I must've missed that. It's been two years since they've seen each other. Right. Cause they, she was over there and they got engaged and then she went home and COVID hit. So okay. it's been since before so, COVID. So she thinks that he's been celibate for two years. It's, <laughs> it's <laughs> delusional. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, all I'm going to say is this is going to be a good one. Hey, out of 10. Uh, nine. Yep. Nine. I'm giving it nine because she already looks like a serial killer and a housewife. What yeah. more could you ask for? Whew. The guys, crying we, video. <laughs> the crying video said it all. It was the, the beautiful editors were like, did you think this was going to work out? Do you think she was normal? Let me throw this in. And you just go, yes casting's done it again now guys we didn't meet all of the couples in this episode so we've met so far jamie and chris we've met isabel and gabriel and we've met rishi and jen then (laughs) we meet (laughs) we meet some old friends 90 Day Fiancé Love in Paradise has not got a lot of time or air or consideration as it should and I think now it will yeah. Um, but the second season, we met Danielle and Johan. Danielle, now she's 42, lives in New York City, a teacher. And Johan is 32 in the Dominic- from the Dominican Republic. Guys, I would, I cannot emphasize enough how much you have to go and watch Love in Paradise in their season. Because you see her go there. She met him when she was staying at the resort and he was a fitness instructor. <laughs> fitness instructor at the resort and she said I saw him and I pointed at him and I went that's going to be my husband so in love in paradise you see them and they show you some clips you see them when she goes down there to get married and they did get married um and he basically there was many many discussions then before they got married about how he wants to just move to New York and get a job now New York City the she cheapest place so yeah oh and also he has no money zilch no money um and doesn't speak english but he wants to move to new york city was he the one with the siblings that she was giving money to no you're getting that confused i know it's all very confusing that was another 90 day woman that was dominican republic again too much dominican republic but okay so we in Love in Paradise, you see that and you see them at many dinners where she's going, I pay for everything. Then we have Peanut, the Peanut incident, Who the Peanut forget? incident. Who could forget? Who could forget? We see the camera go in them in Love in Paradise in one of these episodes and that she's arguing and they're about to leave this hotel they're staying in. And it gets revealed that Johan had woken up in the middle of the night and eaten 200, 400? Was it 400? $200 worth of peanuts from the minibar. And Johan... No, by the way, no qualms. That is, he doesn't spend anything. He spends no money, and he just goes, "Well, if I'm hungry at two, she goes, you don't need to eat peanuts at four a.m." And he goes, "If I'm hungry at four a.m., I eat at four a.m." Now she's also, he also thinks she's a bruja, so we've got that as well. Yeah. And she's two foot smaller than him. It, there is so much in this that is perfect. I don't know where to begin. Go and watch that Love in Paradise. We meet her now. She's in New York City and she's saying she's still a teacher. 
and she has a health and wellness business. And we see her um, uh, teaching a yoga class and she's a tough little cookie. We had some shots. I love the old timey intro. For some reason, they done shots of New York in black and white. And it was like, it's like, what? Oh, it was like the Potomac editors came in for a second. They dipped their little toe in 19A. Yeah. It was so weird. And then it went to colour. It was all black and white. And then it went to colour with little Danielle trotting around New York. And she's, they did a little bit of Sex in the City music. Oh, it was mm-hmm. so hey, And then it was like, New York, New York. Hey, yeah. I'm walking here. Like, yeah. there's like, there's like bicycles oh. cutting her off. She gets a $12. They show her to kind of oh emphasize God. the storyline. They show her buying a $12 oat milk matcha latte. I can't. I can't. Um, now, Danielle's history is that she she had a, she's, has one child very much grown up now in the 20s. But she was she had him at 21. She was very young. And she was a single mom at 21. So you can't imagine how hard that was. Mm -hmm. Then she got married at 24 to someone. That didn't work out. And then she had two live-in boyfriends and neither of that those worked out. She's very spiritual and she follows a um, type of um, spiritualism and guidance that we saw in Love in Paradise where she went to a witch doctor. It's an African um, spiritual... No, I didn't want to say religion, but a way of living. And when we she went to go and see the witch doctor, he recommended that she had to plant like a mango tree. There's a lot going on with her. There's mm-hmm. a lot. What I forget so much is that there is two feet of difference between her and Johan. She is now I'm five foot ten. So for somebody to two foot difference with me would be shocking. But I so I don't know what it's like to come from a little girl perspective, you know, when you're just just petite you're very tiny and she's gotta be she's gotta be like 410 kate she's tiny i was gonna say 51 maybe yeah she's very short very short very very small um and he is massive like he's like six foot six or something it's insane guys it's insane so i just wrote in block capitals i'm so glad they brought them back and then one of these quotes that says everything she goes, you know, I'm in love with Johan. Johan's going to be, you know, he's my husband. I haven't seen him. I'm moving everything. I'm going down to Dominican Republic. You know, he does tend not to ever take out his wallet when I'm around. I do pay for everything. But that, but apart from that, our biggest problem is where to live. And I'm thinking, you have just mentioned two things that are super, super major, but ah, it's all right. It's fine. So she, we see her at the yoga class and I, God knows what, they all thought this camera crew she speaks to two of the ladies there tells them everyone is the same like what the hell are you doing um she then reveals to us as well the johan is convinced that she's gonna she's going down there for like two weeks to get an apartment in dominican republic then coming back to new york getting everything and then doing the big move down there she hasn't told johan yet that she has not applied for the visa for him to come to America because she doesn't want him to come here and she wants to live in Dominican Republic. So there's that little bit of an issue as well. Un secreto. she, She meets with some great side characters, Lisette and Sandra, and they have such a hilarious conversation. I transcribed it. So they're, they're bringing it. They're like, what are you going to do there? She goes, go to the beach. 
What will you do for money? I'll eat mangoes. You can't be at the beach all the time. I'll teach a yoga class once a week. Mm. What are you going to do for money? I'll manifest it. Ding, 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 ding. She is made for 90 day fiance. If you thought she's competing with Darcy right now, they're both tiny. They're both blonde. They're both, they're so... When she said this, and guys, the internet has been, Instagram has been set alight with all of these, I'll manifest it. Listen, I underscored and wrote in that couple of facts, I manifest stuff all the time. I'm a massive, huge, massive believer, studied Neville Goddard, like manifestation is real. Yes. But did I laugh at her when she said that? Yes. It was so perfectly timed and it was so perfect for 90 day. Then we reveal the whole pension thing. So least we forget she's a teacher. Her students will have watched all of 90 Day Fiancé when she talked about how massive Johan's manhood was. Let's say that. Talked about sex all the time. I was like, she had to go into a classroom when she got back after that aired. I can't. I didn't even think of that. Didn't even think of it. Uh. But she said that she's obviously quitting her job. And she said, you know, they go, what about your pension? And she said, um, well, with the teaching, um, if I'd stayed another year, I would have got an extra $15,000 a year of my on top of, you know, into my pension when I retire. And they go, that's a lot of money. And she goes, ah, you know, when I'm 60 something, $15,000, whatever. And listen, I get it. If she wants to do something, I get it. Um, she's, her, I think... It's kind of the case of the other woman, Chris. These women were single. This one was a single mother at 21. She didn't have a 20s. She didn't have a 30s. And I imagine if you're raising children all through those formative years, when you get to like 42, just do what you want. Like I get, I really get it. Yeah. And she's been hustling and grinding in yep. New York City for 15 years. Exhausting. Exhausting. I mean, the noise and the, Ugh. you know, the, every, the $12 uh-huh. lattes. Oh. And, uh, it's just a lot. So I totally understand mm-hmm. she wants to, to change up her lifestyle and not have to just struggle all the time mm-hmm. just to stay above water. Yeah, I but get it. Her idea... <laughs> Is of what her life will be is yes, so, Kate. Yes. so so vague that her friends manifest are it manifest it because they're like, what are your plans? And she's like, eat mangoes on the beach. Like yeah. it's it's really it's it's like kind of childish how she's describing what her life will be. I'm all for it though. I'm of absolutely all for it. Oh yeah. Um, you know, her child's grown up. She's got no responsibility. She's no animal. She has no. She's going. Yep. Um, we then see her. She so she goes down there. So she gets down to Dominican Republic, meets Johan, who picks her up, and she's just so tiny. She's I like can't a koala explain. bear on him. <laughs> and now we've got to remember he doesn't speak English, not really. So she speaks Spanish, and so she's speaking to him, and he is. I think he knows a little bit, but he really certainly is not fluent. Mm-mm. And so they're there and they're talking to the camera crew. She's like, oh, why well, he's not coming? I haven't told him he's not coming to the US. He's like, what? <laughs> they get in the car, they start chatting. And immediately we start, you know, there's a conversation about him talking about, 
you know, I want to go to the US. And then she says, well, I haven't, you know, I want to stay here. This is where I want to be. I know I want to be here. And he, we talk about childish. He's clueless. He thinks, look, I understand if you have not had the experience of traveling or living in another country that you don't understand. But she's saying to him, my apartment costs $4,000 a month, $4,000 a month. And that's not food, bills, insurance, car, living, breathing, walking, buying clothes. That's not, that's $4,000. And he's like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, well, doesn't have a penny to his name, by the way, because he just sees her as his pot of gold. And it's so awful. He says she's crushing his dreams right now because he he's heard he knows people that have uh, gone there and made a life out of nothing. Sure. And he has he just like she has this romantic idea of living on the beach and eating mangoes. He has this romantic idea of going to the big city and making it big, you know, and they're just on completely different pages of what they mm. want from life right now. And unless they compromise somewhere in the middle and go to like Valencia, Spain, like, I don't know. They need to like, <laughs> well, wh- is that cheaper than New York? No. I don't know, Spain. Tell me somewhere I mean, they could live where well, he can well, where they, I'll tell you where they'll go. She needs to go on to, she needs to go on a backpacking, like around the world, get to know herself, eat, pray, love on her own. And he needs okay. to stay having sex with people in that resort because that's what he's been doing. <laughs> Let's let, let's really not forget that he's been doing that the entire time she's away. And by the way, you're right what you say. They are both on they're both idealizing each other's lives. Dominican the Dominican Republic is deeply impoverished. Right. It's not a wealthy place. People are living in poverty there. And he says you can barely make any money to even live. Yep. And he, so he's like, so I'm going to move to a $4,000 a month apartment. And she's it's... like, oh, it's so wonderful, this place, you know, just sit. And yeah, because you're a tourist and you have no clue what a day-to-day life is living on an island and trying to survive and struggle. And you have a boy, sorry, not boyfriend, you have a husband that doesn't have any money. I mean, it's loony, toony, toon, toon. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It is beautiful for TLC. It is. I, I I don't know what the answer is going to be for them, but uh, we'll find out, won't we? Fill it all. What do you rate? Ten. Them? Done. Ten. 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 Without yeah. a doubt. Guys, Danielle and Johan are who we have to keep our eyeballs on. I, we still have other couples to meet. The older woman. Okay. They've kept it. They've kept it from me because they know. They Best know. for last. Best for last. Um, I wonder how many couples there are. Is it just her, do you think? No, there's more. Yeah, I think there's a couple more. So yeah. really, really excited about that. Um, anyway, guys, we'll wrap this up because we could talk forever on this, but it, yeah. it's it's a beauty. We are so happy we've been blessed with this. Um, casting's fantastic. Well done, TLC. All is forgiven, nearly. This is beautiful. Thank you so much. <laughs> guys, before we go, please remember to go to our Instagram and follow us, Tender Loving Care Podcast. You get a ton of extra kind of memes and content and stuff and updates that we post on there. We're also going to be doing a live recording of our party next Monday, which is going to be the 6th. 6th. Yeah, the 6th of February, we are going to go on Instagram live um, and you can watch us while we film an episode of The Poddy. So be sure to follow us at Tender Love and Care Podcast. 
Um, Kate, tell us about Patreon. Yes. Okay. So if you follow us on our Instagram, um, we talk about our Patreon on there. You can also just go to patreon.com slash tender loving care pod. That is where you will find a great back catalog of content for $5 a month and new content. We are currently covering love without borders. This really wacky Mm. Bravo 90 day fiance esque show. So great. We're covering that now. And I think we're going to stay in the Bravo world for our next show. We have a biggie guys. We have a biggie coming to Patreon. So sign up now. You can get, as Kate said, all about catalog five bucks a month. That's cheaper than a a almond oat milk bullshit matcha bullshit drink in new york city so go and sign up to our patreon do it thank you so much for tuning in we really appreciate all of you yes go check our show notes follow all the links thank you so much bye-bye Bye.